And now, Audio Theater Central. Oh, hi there. I'm John Avery Whitaker. But most folks around here call me Wit. My name is Finian Jones, and you are... Hello, I'm Dave Arnold, your host for Focus on the Family Radio Theater. Hello, I'm JD. And I'm Roy. And I'm Andrew, and we're your hosts for Audio Theater Central. Welcome to episode 44. Welcome back again to another episode of just discussing family-friendly audio drama. I think it, I think it's like our favorite thing to, in the world to do, right? Oh, yes. Pretty much. That's yeah. what we do here. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that Christmas is right around the corner, and so we did want to talk about something really fun this time. It's from the Colonial Radio Theater. It's called The Star Angel. We'll be talking about that in a little bit. We got some feedback from listeners and we've got an update on our project that we're working on, our audio drama. But I think there's something that we usually do first, but I can't remember what it is. Do you remember, Andrew? I have no idea. I have no idea. I think we got to do a review. Is that what it is? Oh, newscast. Newsca- oh, newscast. Well, that's not very important to the yeah, show. We, we can, can just skip we can it keep today. Going. I mean, yeah. We've gotten in this habit of skipping the newscasts a little bit here. I think we just continue with the trend. <laughs> I think you need to get, earn your, your keep around here. <laughs> That's <road>. right. <laughs> Zach Callison recently announced that he will no longer be voicing the character of Matthew Parker on Adventures in Odyssey. He stated that the AIO team is, now, is not retiring the character, just getting a new actor with a younger sounding voice. Season 2 of The Brookman Adventures is now available. You can grab either the digital download or CD version of the 12 brand new episodes at BrickmanAdventures.com. The Iliad House team has announced that they will not hit their original December goal for release of the first episode of the series. They are still producing the pilot series and hope to have an episode out in the not-too-distant future. The team also says that Iliad House will be available on iTunes, Amazon Cloud, Google Play Store, and on Audio CD. That's it for the news this time. I'm Roy, reporting for Audio Theater Central. Fantastic. I couldn't have timed that any better. That yeah. was pretty awesome there, Roy. <laughs> right to the end of the music. I didn't even have to loop it. Yeah, they can keep me uh, keep me around for the next episode now. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Succeeded. Yeah. Um, what's up with that? How can you just drop a bombshell like Zach Callison not voicing Matthew Parker and then just move on? Move on. I know. I I almost just ended my whole entire newscast with that first line right there, but it's really disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, when I found out, I was like, "No way! That's terrible." Uh, yeah. And on one hand, I can see why they're doing this. They would rather keep the Parker family around, so they can continue using those characters. But you get attached to a particular voice, and and I I think Zach does a fantastic job with the character. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's. It's hard. Uh, there's no doubt. It's like, oh, come on. I understand it from a production standpoint. Right, right. It makes sense. Exactly. It makes sense. But from a listener standpoint, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? Where's the consistency of years past? Yeah. Now, it's interesting. It, doesn't, it didn't affect me as much with, the, with Camilla and 
Olivia because they've already cycled oh, yeah. through good. actors on both of those characters. Good point. Good point. That's true, but uh, Olivia. Olivia, I didn't even notice when I first that heard it. Those two actresses' voices were very, very similar. And Camilla, I noticed it and was like, oh, man, here we go again. Bummer. Mm-hmm. But I don't pay very much attention to Camilla anyway. <laughs> so maybe that's just because she's eight years old. I don't know. I don't know. They might surprise us. We might all be surprised, you know. And the new voice of Matthew Parker might just yeah flow right along like with the other ones you know yeah, yeah could but be. Never we know. could be kind of putting the cart before the horse but i don't know i'm just wondering why they don't just let them age a little bit you know yeah. why not Keep... i know his voice is changing yeah and and that's why what you know their thought is behind it but have another episode about uh voice changing it's been it's been <laughs> many moons since that's happened yeah probably so just... 10 or 15 years right yeah, yeah exactly just do it again rerun it no big deal yeah <laughs> Just reproduce the same script. Yeah, exactly. Just Substitute throw Zach in for, there <laughs> for Barkley. Exactly. Yeah. No big deal. I mean, there are a lot of new fans that probably haven't heard these Ever. older episodes anyway. So, right. I don't know. That's okay. We'll live with it. We're yeah. not. We're not going to stop being AIO fans because <laughs> of it. No. Nope. It's not like going to change our lives or anything. Well. Well, I don't know about that. We'll change, <laughs> we'll change Zach's life, but. <laughs> He did say that um, they told him there's a possibility they may bring him back in the future as another character. So hmm. that get... would be cool. Well, yeah, yeah. I hope so. Because, yeah. I don't know. What's next? Barrett's going to change. Oh, I can feel it coming. Here we yeah. go again. <sighs> I never got really attached to the Parker family as a whole as much as I did, like, the Washingtons or the Barclays. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Of course... Now, if we th- now let's let's be fair, and mm-hmm. let's go back and think how many people played Marvin, at least three. Really? Yes, there was a Marvin that existed for only one episode, and then he changed okay. to a different Marvin, and then Marvin changed again. So, I don't know. Wow, I guess I there never you go. Even voiced it. by three actors. A crack research team just sent this out to us. Okay. Marvin Washington was voiced by three actors in 33 different episodes. But the majority of them were that, that one kid, I'm sure, right? I mean... Um, I don't think so, if I remember right. It was about an even split. Like, there was that oh, one okay. that just one actor played, and then there was the other that... um, Or that the one actor played him for just one episode, and then it was another actor for, you know, maybe a whole album or two mm-hmm. or whatever, and then it changed to the one that we... Think of more as Marvin because he was he played it for more. Oh, okay. Huh. I I wow. That's yeah, there you go. I didn't know. Here's our crack research team again. <laughs> so Kyle Massey uh, played him once in 2003. Then Jordan Calloway mm-hmm. from 2003 to 2004. So for two se- two or three seasons, whatever albums. And then Kendra Berry from 2004 to 2008. Oh, okay. So that's why. Wow. So they must have had pretty similar voices too, because I never even yeah. picked up on that. It must have been, but so I mean, giving them the benefit of the doubt, you know. Yeah, it's happened before. Yeah, they can help. It, it works out, and it it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I still say bummer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think we could still uh, 
I mean, Washington's back too, huh? Yeah. Well, it's I don't know. We're a fun family. Come on. Like, audit, producing dramas, uh, we're going down rabbit trails, I know, but producing dramas in like today's <laughs> age, we have the internet and like news is available. Anything that happens, we know about it instantly. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when you didn't know an actor changed or whatever, an actor's voices changed, how much would, he, would, would we really notice it, you know? Yeah, that's very that's true. true. Good point, right? We just talked ourselves out of being upset. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> we just had to get this off our chest. <laughs> we just had to talk through it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's get off the couches and... Okay. and uh, yeah. Into the trenches. <laughs> Into the trenches, yeah. The Star Angel by the Colonial Radio Theater. Fantastic story that Andrew is going to tell us a little bit about. Yes. On Christmas Eve, after Sean breaks one of the tree ornaments... A strange force shrinks both he and his sister Samantha down to ornament size. They meet old St. Nicholas, the ornament, who tells them that in order to return to their normal height, they must talk to the magical star angel who resides at the very top of the Christmas tree. And they must do so before sunrise, when the magic of Christmas Eve that brings the ornaments to life fades away and will turn them into ornaments as well. With the aid of the cookie dough man, 66, Lighthouse, Sheriff, and Pockets the Tramp Clown, they embark on a journey to the top of the tree. Blocking their way is the Sinister Scrimshaw, a damaged ornament who lives on the empty side of the tree. Can they reach the Star Angel before first light? With delightful songs by Jeffrey Gage, the Star Angel is a holiday musical adventure that will warm your heart for many Christmas Eves to come. And I would have to agree with everything you just said. Yes. And for those of you who have not heard it yet... Here is a little glimpse into what you can expect from the Star Angel. This is a scene near the beginning with the character, Sean. This is Anaconda. Go ahead. Over. Proceed with your mission. Over. Roger. Over and out. The spies of the atomic Christmas tree. You're toast. My fastest Smokey Wheels car. And my official Smoky Wheels racetrack. Let's sky high downward glide. Then around the loopy loop. And finally, the launch ramp. Lined up perfectly to destroy the Christmas tree with fake snow inside ornament. You're doomed. Doomed, I tell you. <laughs> and. Mission accomplished. Spies are gone, and their ship busted into a million pieces. Huh? And that's kind of where the whole thing kicks off. It's Sean's disregard for the the ornaments, and he breaks that one, and it kind of sets a whole series of events in motion that just takes you on a a fantastic story, just wonderfully entertaining, emotional, uh, moving. Very yeah. Nice. Oh yeah, definitely. This this uh, particular drama, The Star Angel, was a 2012 Audi nominee for the Best Audio Drama. It also was given a Parents' Choice Award in spring 2013. So uh, this is top-notch stuff. Definitely. Uh, it's very high quality, as you just heard, I'm sure. Um, all the sound design, the music, it was all great. So we would recommend that you pick this up quickly. 
It would be great to uh, listen to this on Christmas Eve every yeah. year. Yeah. Oh. That'd be a perfect, I'm perfect. T- I cannot tell you how many times I've listened to this story. I, I'm sorry. It's... It's like been one of those, you know, when you buy a good music CD. I know mm-hmm. it's kind of different, but when you, and you like, you just get attached to it and you just you listen, listen to, to it over, over and over and over. Oh again. yeah. Well, man, this has been one of those audio dramas that I've just been attached to and I listen to it over and over and over again. It's just, yeah. it's a well, really great story. I guess that is a little bit similar because it is a musical. Yeah. So there's a lot of songs throughout. Yeah, and that's the one thing that kind of grabbed me at the very beginning because I love musicals. I love it. Yeah. And when definitely. the song started, I'm like, no way, this is awesome. You know. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I want to do want to mention uh, it was released in 2012, so it's been out for a year. It's two CDs. It's an hour and 39 minutes long. So it's not, you know, as long as your typical, like, Lamplighter Theater or um, Focus on the Family Radio Theater, which is a, it's actually a perfect length for it, just getting the whole family together and just oh, sitting yeah. down in the living room and listening to it. I definitely agree with that. Definitely. You know, the songs are really fun and they're catchy. Um I really, really liked the the song, uh, the sheriff's song. Yes, yes, and a rootin' tootin', highfalutin' pissin', shootin' Christmas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they how they all take turns on their and own verse. The words. Yeah, the sheriff's yeah. like, hey. <laughs> I think, but all the songs, the 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 same old snowman song, the girl starts off with, you know, yeah. and then uh, the cookie dough man's song is really funny when he's coming down to get the kids, mm-hmm. and uh, especially a little scene on and then there where because they put these like little things to like other stories in there you know he's sliding down the tree the cookie dough man and he comes to tiny tim and he's like beware scrooge alert he's like oh god bless us everyone yes, yeah, exactly. it's so funny, <laughs> it's so funny. just they put these little things throughout the whole entire story that just cracks me up yeah there there was a lot of cool things like that well here here's an instance of one uh, um scrimshaw he says I hate the sound of music. Whenever he hears the, yes. the snowman singing, yes. <laughs> and the, one of the snowmen says, I guess it's not one of his favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. There's a line in there, too, the same one with the snowman and the scrimshaw. It just cracks me up every time I hear it. He's talking about how Sean is the destroyer because he, he messed his life up, and then, like, we need to attack Samantha. And then the snowmen are like, we like her. And like, no. Like, look what he did to one of your fellow snowmen. And she had placed him too close to the lights one year. And so it fried the snowman. And melted like, it. Yeah, melted yeah. it. And so, like, all the snowmen look up. And there's the, like, fried snowman. And one says, oh, the snowmanity. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it cracks me up every time. It's so yes, funny. These little puns that are in there. Uh, it's just really funny. Though There's just great lines throughout the whole thing. So they, I mean, they keep the story moving really well. Yeah. Um, the songs flow into the story they perfectly. Yeah. yeah, awesome, perfect. I the music that. comes in seamless. And, yeah, oh yeah, and yeah, because you got basically the intro to a song that starts, so that you don't even really notice it. You think maybe we're headed for a scene transition or whatever, but then it just flows into this song and and flows right back out into the story again, and it's yep. perfect. So, really like it. This, but, go ahead. The sheriff character is one of my favorites. I love him. Oh, I also thought you're right, but I also thought that it was hilarious the way that uh, the same actor plays Scrimshaw, the sheriff, like all yeah. these different people. And really, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that in the whole entire show. Like I was listening to it until after I heard the credits, and mm-hmm. I was, and I listened to it again. Like, oh yeah, okay, I can hear it kind of, you know. But he does an amazing job separating all of them. Yeah, Jerry Robbins. Yep. Yeah, Jerry also, Robbins is very good. Yeah. Uh, writer and director as well. So, Ooh, he kind of is Colonial Radio. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's pretty cool. I like. Yeah. Jerry 
Yeah, and I so I felt the same way. I didn't catch up or catch up. They didn't catch on to the fact that he was doing all of those voices until afterwards. And and then I listened again because I like you. I've listened to it probably four times. And uh, yeah, you can you can pick up on it if you're listening closely. But mm-hmm. it's really neat. I love that line by the lighthouse ornament. Um, she's like, "Watch me kick your keister with my nor'easter." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I have to say, some my favorite characters would be the snowmen entirely. I mean, just their yeah. whole song and dance, their tap dancing and everything, and um, the head snowman. And I think one of the main things I really liked about it was the snowman song. It's hilarious. It's yeah, they, really uh, funny. And there's a lot of talent in this in this production. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They, definitely. You know, the whole singing and the all trio that stuff, that's and everything. Awesome. Yeah. I think the singing is is what tops the story off too, the, being a whole musical and everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it reminds you a lot of like a, a play on Broadway or mm-hmm. something. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And Jeffrey Gage, composer, and he wrote the songs as well, not just all of the, the music that that's flows throughout the thing, but every single song. Just amazing job. I mean, the music is really outstanding. There is one thing that I, I really liked um, – Pockets song was a good one too. It's that's kind of where yeah the memories mm-hmm. it kind of brings it around and yeah it flows through the whole thing yeah it's pretty cool because you got this boy struggling you know with his 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 grief and and other things but and he tends to work it all out with between all these different ornaments you know exactly and it starts with that, that lighthouse yeah the pocket the lighthouse song too you know he and he begins to see things different and whatnot and then the memory song and and the memory song is. In the whole thing, like yeah. in that it starts there as the first time we hear it, and then it it wraps jumps up back that. in at the Star Angel portion, and then it jumps back in at the end. It wraps up with that, which yep. kind of makes you wonder if the narrator isn't Sean older. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, and that's another aspect of it the the multi generational story. Uh, yeah, that, that's that just awesome. Yeah. I loved that. That was really cool. Because isn't that? I mean, a quintessential thing of Christmas is yeah. traditions, traditions. And, right. and being with family and how you hand down things from one generation to another. And I thought it was just really neat how they worked that in. But speaking of how he sees things differently, um, there's that one car that he he's like, man, it's all broken down. It's all rusty or, or whatever it was and in the middle of that memory song as things start to come to his mind and he, he looks over and he's like oh wow look at it it's all brand new and shiny and and pocket says to him the car hasn't changed sean the way you look at it has yeah right uh, and i think somewhere in during that song was where i picked up that jerry robbins was playing pockets too so he's playing pockets the sheriff i picked up the sheriff and scrimshaw pretty quickly because i've heard a lot of jerry robbins playing different voices so i recognized it but i was like man he's playing pockets too goodness this guy's just all over the place that's awesome do you think they did a little uh uh effects on that voice there because it kind of like uh, bring it down a little bit i think so it seemed like it was a little deep because he did sound different mm-hmm. and he was it seemed like just a normal voice but he's and that's the other thing too is his other two voices were like caricatures mm-hmm. so that really helped well, I mean, it's it's just a delightful and heartwarming production. I it, I think it's one that I'll be coming back to year after year, listening to over and over. Um, I actually played it for some family uh, a, a week or two ago, and it, it was just it was just fun. Everybody sitting around and listening to the story. And uh, the next day, we were out shopping, and 
my uh, aunt looks over at me and she's like, I'm never going to look at ornaments the same way again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so true. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, I had to text my wife and tell her immediately that, hey, I have another audio drama for us to listen to because this is awesome. Yeah, so, it really is. We haven't listened to it together yet, but we will. So I have a question, though, at the end when uh, Scrimshaw, the sunbeam hits him and he mm. falls off the tree. I was wondering if they would actually find him on the floor when they became older again. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that would have been cool. They should have done that. I, was, I don't know if he'd still be on the tree or not, but it was funny. I just thought of that because he fell off the tree in the story. Yeah, you know. hit the floor. Yeah. yeah, shattered. Huh? Yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. That's that's a good question. But I mean, I could see. I I don't. See, it doesn't need to be in there. Mm-hmm. But I was just wondering. You know. Yeah, it would have like, been kind of oh. cool. And, and just the way it, it, it wrapped up at the end, just coming back around, um, I mean, we know that it started off with uh, generations prior to Sean, and then it the main story is Sean as a child, and then it ends with him as an adult. Right. And it just kind of brings it back, I mean, just uh, showing how time passes, but these these memories and, and the things that we love about Christmas can continue on. Yeah. Exactly. Well, as Andrew already stated, you got to pick this one up. It's it's a lot of fun for the whole family. Highly recommend this one. Um, we we really think you're going to enjoy this. I believe it's available uh, for download. Isn't that right? So it's yep. instantaneous delivery. No need to wait for a CD. Yeah. Exactly. Link in the show notes for you to grab a digital copy of this Star Angel and. Uh, Definitely think you're going to enjoy this. Well, I think I think we should jump into a little bit of feedback. What do you think? Sure thing. So, uh, what do you think of the show? Please leave your message after the tone. Hi, Audio Theater Central. Hey, guys, this is Austin Peachy. Hello, J.D., Roy, and Andrew. My name is Victoria. Now, yesterday, I received a letter from a big fan. No time to chat. I've got to email this Another package for me today. No, it's actually just your mail. All right, so today we have one, only one. Hey, people, help us out here. (laughs) (laughs) We've got one comment that was left on the blog from Sea Guy. It says, hello, J.D., Andrew, Roy, listeners, myself. (laughs) Hey, 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 look, he said J.D., Andrew, Roy. Remember, weren't, hey, weren't we weren't he, we like talking about that earlier? I don't know. He put it out of order, didn't he? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed to be the caboose here. <laughs> anyway, hello, Andrew or JD, Andrew, Roy, listeners, myself. Wow, he's spreading the hellos far and near. <laughs> I just have three things to say. That's always a good way to start off something. First off, your review of AIO album 57 was very good. Though I have to join with Roy and Andrew on the sh- on the episode, trouble under the big top. I really enjoyed that episode. Sorry, JD. Apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> but I do agree that Jay is the best thing AIO has done since the reboot. He's awesome. I'm not sure what that means. Way. Awesome. It's, it's probably like a combination between way and awesome. You know, so yeah, he's way way awesome. awesome. Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, secondly, Roy. To be frank. <laughs> No. 
your C guy, not Frank. <laughs> Secondly, Roy, to be frank, you need some new joke material. Yes, <laughs> I agree. I am true. taking. Uh, I am taking. Um, how would you say it? I am taking submissions to the joke at the end of the show. You can send me an email. There you go. At That's a good idea. And we'll read it. We will take your yep. jokes, comments, complain, complaints. <laughs> but complaints. I'll take your jokes. That yes. is a fantastic idea. Yeah. So it, we will have listener listener jokes on the show. Address it to Roy at audiotheatrecenter.com. Joke. And okay. if none of you know what we're talking about about <laughs> jokes, then you should listen past the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And since Sea Guy was the one to point it out, he has to submit the first joke. Yep. Exactly. I agree. And finally, I have a question for all of you. What is one of your favorite audio dramas and why? Well, I'm glad he said one of because we have too many to count. So, yeah, and can I say a, a, a thing that I hear artists always saying whenever they're asked about what's their favorite song? Well, you know, they're all like my children, and I can't choose just one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But you what if have, you're an only child? You can quote JD. No, we don't have only child. Well, do you have an only child? An, <laughs> I an am only, an only child. An audio drama that's your only child? No, but, no we it's have several. Just teasing. Yeah, it's <laughs> impossible to pick one. Uh, I'm going to go first. So I think what what I usually do whenever somebody asks me something like this is what is the most recent one that I'm really, really there enjoying? There you go. There you go. So aside from the Star Angel, the one that I'm really loving right now is Under Drake's Flag, The Extraordinary Adventures of G.A. Hindi. And the reason why is because it is absolutely awesome. The acting, the music, the, the sound effects, the story itself is just phenomenal. So that's my answer. Now, I have kind of a different approach when somebody asks me this question, especially when they throw the and why on there. Mm -hmm. I pick a topic, like sound design, blah, 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 and then throw in my favorite because of that reason. Okay. So we were kind of just discussing this. Um, Because of the sound design and the realness of the story, I would have to say one of my favorite audio dramas is At Home in Midford. Okay. Because it just puts you in every scene. It just puts you there. It's uh, very authentic is the word I'm looking for. And it's very moving, the acting, all of it. It's really good. Um, it's not as action-packed as a lot of stories, but uh, that's what makes it even better. Is the fact that it's not action-packed, but it still holds your interest. And the sound design is so amazing that you never lose track of what's going on in the story so that's just one of many favorites. well that sounds very good but uh, since i have not heard that one yet i have no idea if <laughs> I what agree you're saying you, is Andrew. accurate it is very accurate i agree <laughs> yes i have heard it <laughs> and i think anybody that has heard the story can agree with that yes but i don't with the millions of choices to choose from and I agree with both yours. I was thinking under Drake's flag as well, because that's really good. But but you can't take that. I one. can't take it. No. <laughs> but to pick one that just I listen to for enjoyment and just as a casual thing and just for all pure corniness. <laughs> Screw tape letters. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know no, why no, you no, picked no. that one. You're gonna of the think, humor. Yes. You're gonna think I'm crazy, but I just like to sit back and relax and just like oh, just get my mind off of everything. Mm-hmm. I listen to the pond. There oh, you go. Okay. And there you go. I know it's a kid show. I know. I know. Odyssey's a kid show. But this, like, the corniness and the way the lines are and everything, I love the pod. 
<laughs> you know so, what? I have never heard any of those. Either. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, I know it is hilarious. It's, it's geared toward more younger kids, but just maybe five to, to eight. Yeah, years, but just it's to just listen to and not be able to have to think or you know know it has great morals, great stuff going on in the story. But it's hilarious. So kind of reminds me of Jungle Jam a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, it does remind me of Jungle Jam, and which I love Jungle Jam too. Right. But I really like the pond. Oh, now all these are just running through my mind is like, see what you've done, Sea Guy. Yeah. Oh, but then we really like this one. Oh, that. Oh, no, oh, no. Oh. Well, and and here's another one. The um, paws and tails. I mean, paws and tails. Yeah. Great. They stuff. are just fun. The whole episodes that they did with the Goliath series. Oh, my Those goodness. are awesome. I'm just waiting for it to come back. For um, the story to finish. Yes, because we know CJ is like the chosen one. Mm-hmm. You know, But chosen well, for what? Exactly. To free the people from the valley. Exactly. We know that too. Exactly. But nothing's happening. Well, in this whole like time, you know, he's Papa Chuck's preparing him to be the chosen one mm-hmm. and there's all this outside force, you know, coming that they know he's the chosen one and they don't want to become that, you know. Right, exactly. And so it's like this whole like, uh when's it? We got to wait like five years down the road for time to pass you know cj's learning enough to be the chosen one yeah <laughs> i honestly thought on one of these i can't remember which one it was i'm not going off topic but there's oh, one where he like falls down into this pit or whatever that him and papa chuck are hiking up in the mountain yes and i'm like no I'm like he's gonna go he's gonna be he's gonna like fall into you know however papa chuck got to that city right you know cj's got a son gonna be there i, I was just it was a small hope you know i was like oh are you talking about that one where he meets all those scraggly creatures that mm-hmm. turn out to be bears yep. and yep. yeah i love that one that was yeah. so fun and then there's the one where um they go to that other town uh, papa chuck has to, to uh, mm. deliver a desk that he's built and they see that that one church where yes. all the people are yes. like walled in and yeah. they uh, that was a was that a two or three parter it's a two-parter that really. one was really fun i yeah. really liked that one too yeah so um, we could go. We could do a whole entire podcast just about like yeah. our favorite audio. And that's and, like, not a bad idea. Yeah, we should. Hey, we could do It'd that. Be a good bonus episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here, listen to us talk about our favorite audio things. <laughs> Speaking of our favorite things, one of our current favorite things is the Crossmaker audio drama that we're working on. A little bit of an update: we just recently uh, produced the Crossmaker in front of a live audience at our local church. And had a blast doing it. It was so much. It was a lot of fun. Oh my goodness. This yeah. Just we did uh I did uh, some some sound effects for it. Andrew uh did some voiceover work and some live foley. He was a live foley artist. Oh yeah, so it was quite nerve wracking, yeah. <laughs> awesome at the same time. It was so much and along fun. with one of our other friends that helped us out and um JD uh was producer and we had actors and we just had a, a wonderful time. And the whole thing turned out to be a, to be a, a really good success, and and to pat my to pat our own backs, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we think but. that it was great, yes. yeah. And but, it was. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, doing the live fully gave me such an appreciation for things like the live show and old time radio and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh yeah, definitely. I even managed to injure myself during the show. <laughs> I dropped a log on my finger. If you... <laughs> I didn't even hear about that. I didn't hear about it either. I didn't because even I, had, I knew I couldn't cry out because we were in the <laughs> middle of a audio drama, so I had to hold it in. But yes, that did happen. So mm. new experience for me. <laughs> and I think it was good uh, practice for us because um, we recorded it for our own sake, you know, just so we could listen back and see what can we fix because we're going to reproduce it in studio, and that's the version that'll be released to you guys. So yeah, it was it was just. A real good learning experience for us, I think. 
Definitely. Definitely. So if you're interested, let us know that you're interested, and we will put you on the list of people to get a CD. Exactly. Yep. So we're going to be doing, uh, I think I've mentioned this briefly, uh, but we're going to do a, a small crowdfunding campaign um, just to, just to try to cover the costs of, of creating these CDs. And uh, we've got some really cool prizes that we'll be given. Of course, obviously, digital downloads of the production, CD copies. We got posters and, and T-shirts and all kinds of stuff. Starting the, the levels start as low as $5. So um, if anybody wants to help out in that, just keep that in mind. We'll be uh, um, talking about it as soon as that web page goes live where you can participate and uh, we'd love to have you jump in and help us with this that uh like i said that's not that page is not live on our website yet but it will be and we'll let you know when it's available um there's even opportunities for you to get listed in the credits on the cd liner notes uh, as as one of the official sponsors so all kinds of cool stuff and we'd love for you to be a part of that so keep that in mind any other last words related to the holidays? No. Merry Christmas. Yeah, have a wonderful Christmas, and enjoy your holidays, and eat lots. No diets, as no. our pastor is fond of saying. Yeah. <laughs> all diets are off, yeah. and if anybody's dieting in the family, stop it so you don't make us all miserable. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and go back and listen to our uh episode about the shepherd's prayer another great christmas drama yes. yeah. that you can listen to at this time of year and uh, if you go to shepherdspraycom slash atc you can uh, get your own copy and check that out and uh, there's a link in the show notes for that as well as a link to our review of that well again thank you so much we hope you have a merry christmas and uh, enjoy some audio drama with your family over the holidays. Yeah. Get back. No, kick back. Have some pie and ice cream or whatever. We'll have you some hot chocolate, some coffee. Pumpkin sit back, pie. Make sit a back recomm- on the couch. I can make a recommendation. A great one to listen to is Focus on the Family's A Christmas Carol. We listen oh, to that absolutely. one every year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good one. We now have plenty to choose from. Yes. So. And also a, a link in the show notes is our Christmas episode from last year, which we just went in-depth on all kinds of uh, great Christmas-related audio drama. Well, if you'd like to get in touch with us, there's multiple ways you can do that. You can click the Leave Us a Comment button on the side of our website and record something right from your computer or your iPhone. It works directly from your iPhone. And um, that audio comment will come right to us. We can play that on the show. Or you can also... Uh, leave us in, uh, send us an email at feedback at audiotheatercenter.com and we will uh, get your email and uh, tell your jokes. Yeah. Don't forget, submit your jokes to me, Roy. Get your wishes for, uh, you know, Merry Christmas and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Any other comments you want to leave with us? As I heard one time, one person said, You can send me your Christmas list. Doesn't mean I'm going to do anything with it, though. <laughs> <laughs> We also have a feedback hotline, which you can call or send us a text message there. And the phone number for that is 623-688-2770. That was 623-688-2770. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.
Audio Theater Central is a production of Radio CSS Media. RadioCSS.com So I got a question for you guys. What is your favorite Christmas carol? Hmm. Hmm. Um, can we be very specific? Absolutely. Okay. So if we're being very specific, uh, this very recent acquisition of mine, the piano guys, do O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, and it's amazing. Oh. oh. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a Christmas song. I really like Christmas in Dixie by Alabama. <laughs> I don't know if I know that one. <laughs> Let me find a Christian one real quick. <laughs> I I really like um, Oh Holy Night. For some reason, I just that one always yes. just I love that the sound of it. Yes, I love the way it builds. So yes. you could do like Oh Holy Night, and there are some very good versions of that. Anthony Evans has an amazing version. Celine Dion is a good version. Yeah. Josh Groban. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh Holy Night goodness. is good. Oh Holy Night. All the good artists have good versions. Yeah. <laughs> I really like the Virgin's Love Lullaby. By the Nativity Story. Oh yes, yeah. that is a really good one. I listen to that all the time. It's one of my favorites. A yes. non-traditional carol that I really like is um, Anth- uh, a- Andrew Peterson does that song. Um, what is it called? Mary. Did you know? <laughs> no. Oh, Mary's Lullaby. Oh, that could be. What is it called? But while JD's looking for that, I have to say that yeah. a, a non-traditional one for me too would be "Mary." Did you know? By just about anybody that's a good singer, <laughs> as long as they can hit those high notes. Yeah, that's, that's an amazing song. Christmas with a capital C. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, there. That's a good one. Not traditional. Well, there are some versions of that one, "Mary." Did you know that are better than others? Definitely. Like, there are some people that can just, uh, I don't know, just evoke just... such a feeling. And actually, we have a local local person here that's on iTunes that uh, does Mary Did You Know. There's a, a, a very large church in uh, the Phoenix area that does a Christmas play every year. And the person that sings that song in the midst of their Christmas play every year is absolutely amazing. And his song is available on iTunes. His name is Jeff May. But he is an incredible singer. And there's nothing like hearing it live because when you're sitting there, and, yeah. oh, it's just awesome. I like Ernie Haas' Adventure Sounds, all of their Christmas songs. Yeah, that's a good that's, one. That's one. So the one I was trying to think of is Andrew Peterson's called Labor of Love. Hmm. It's a really, really cool song. And and while we're on it, um, Chris Rice's song, uh, Welcome to Our World. Love that one, too. Oh, I, I like Mary's I Boy that. Child. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. We could probably go on for quite a while because I love Christmas music. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> Here's something that listeners may not know is that we started out, the three of us, doing a music show years yeah. ago. And I, if I remember correctly, did you guys not do something we where did. you played a Christmas song we, in July? We did. We yep. did Christmas in July or something like that. Yep. And that was the first, I think that was the first time we hosted the, the first, show. Or, yeah, our first show. Or were involved in it or anything like we that. We went out of town and yeah. we took we we held the show. We took it by ourselves. Yeah. That was nerve wracking. That was. That was fun. <laughs> I can remember that, man. <laughs> All right. Well, go listen to some Christmas music. <laughs>